Hello and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode number 31. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are smashing through your podcast goals for 2022 so far. My name's Gary. I'm your host. I'm the head of design here at Captivate. And each episode, I take you behind the scenes and drag one of our team members out of their busy day to talk about some stuff that's going on at Captivate, some of our features mixed in with some industry stuff and reviews on events and gear and all that good stuff. For this episode, we are talking about planning your podcast goals for 2023. So we're at the end of November now, and December is rapidly approaching. And you don't want to be in that position where you kind of wake up at some point in December and you think, ah, crap, next year is next week. And I haven't really planned out what I want to achieve with my show next year. So fear not. I'm joined by Sarah, our SEO manager. She's back on the show. We're going to talk about how you can effectively plan for next year and some recommendations on some of the things to throw in to get some growth happening on your podcast etc so we're going to talk about that we're also going to mention an event that we were at recently which was courageous content live up in newcastle so check that out as well so without further ado here's my chat on this episode with sarah enjoy my guest on this episode episode 31 is she's back again she's back again it's our seo manager it's sarah mcdowell how are you doing dude Hi, hi, hi. I'm very good. Do you know what uh, song just came into my head? Just now. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Oh, okay, I'll read you. Yeah, that's your, that's your intro theme song. So like if you it. could set that up next time, that would be amazing. But yeah. I'll do that. I'm very yes. well. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. It's it's been um it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded because we've been really busy. And then before that, I think we mentioned it back on episode thirty, the last one where we said, yeah, we'll come back and do a, a bit of a review and give you our thoughts on the event that we attended recently up in Newcastle, which is very cool. So um, it's been busy because I had a chance to record and do that stuff, but uh, it's been a good busy, if that makes sense. You know, sometimes you have a busy where it's like, at the end of the day, you just think, I'm just wiped. It's like 6, 7pm and I'm ready for bed. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like a nice, good, productive, but not tearing your hair out busy. This is good. This is yes. good. I well, I mean, I don't see any bold patches on your head, so uh, this is this is good. This is a good sign. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. How about you? Have you um, have you been all good? I know you said you're fine, but are you are you all good? Uh, yes, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, things have been. Um, I feel like when you come to the end of the year, it's very much um, sort of like podcast conference season, right? Because We've had one pretty much every month since when was podcast movement August? Um, yeah. So yep. it's been pretty regular, hasn't it? Um, which has been good, which has been nice. Um, but but yeah, like I, I get you about being busy. Like um, one of the greatest things about working at Captivate is there's it's always so much variety, right? There's always different things that we're working on and stuff. So. Um, yeah, that's always good. Like no, no day is the same. No day is dull. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's all good, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, like it's an exciting company to work for. It's very exciting. Yeah, and we're not just saying that. You know, some people say that. It's like, <laughs> oh, I love all, I love the stuff that we do. And then behind the scenes, it's like, I, I just can't do this. I can probably do this for another day, and then I'm done. But no, we we genuinely have um, uh, a very very cool team. We that's, do, yes. That uh, is a joy to work with, and um, yeah, and you're right. No, no two days the same, really. Mm. Like one day we could be working on 
this very cool feature that's about to, to go out or we could be working on some event stuff or some campaigns, research things, mar- campaigns. Marketing. Might know. even find time to do a bit of SEO. You Who know, knows? Oh, I mean, hopefully, right? <laughs> <laughs> Little dig there. The SEO beat. But, uh, <laughs> oh, so much fun. All that banter. Indeed. All the banter. So we're going to talk about, um, first of all, we're going to give you some some thoughts and a rundown on the event that we've spoken about a couple of times now, which was called Courageous Content Live, which was run by our good friend, uh, Janet Murray now. So we, we've known her for a while. I know our founder um, and uh, an MD, Mark, he's known her for, for a long time. And she's um, uh, she's been around to all of the big events, like we've all been, you know, over the years and stuff. And we had a really good time with it, we, mm. in, uh, in Dallas for Podcast Movement. It was... Um, it's really good to hang out with Janet. So she put a really good event together. It was a, a complete two and a half days, I think, in the end of, of actual content, plus a couple of nights out and doing that stuff. And the overall vibe, the 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 gist of the event, I guess you would you would call it, is it was aimed very much at your kind of overall general marketeer, um, like your kind of business owner, somebody who really wants to just really crack the whole strategy stuff mm. around how you just push your business forward, how you market properly, um, how you utilize all of the various um, different tools and channels at your disposal. So whether that's social media, um, um, they even touched on some traditional print stuff, which was good, uh, events and so on. But the thing that was really interesting to us, obviously, and why we were there, is not just your stuff on the SEO, but obviously podcasting. Mm-hmm. So podcasting got a, a big a big shout out, it feels, at this one. There was alongside everybody coming up to the booth and saying either... I'm with Captivate and it's and it's awesome and you know carry on doing what you're doing or I'm I'm with somebody but the feature set is just not really ticking the boxes for me and you know you guys look very cool so we had that which was really good but there was also a lot of a lot of podcasts mentioned within the mm. speakers that they shared lined up as well so did you find that did you find that although it was not a podcast specific event podcasting did get a good old a good old mention yeah and I, and i think that's because um because podcasting now has been around for a while um it's becoming more and more of an established channel isn't it so um i think business owners marketers um have faith in um and using it as an actual channel and investing time and resource and money into it um because it it is a really great tool that you can use. Um, obviously, uh, when it comes to marketing, like you always have to prioritize the channels that make the most sense for you and where your audience are and what they're going to listen to and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting because like you said, in a lot of the talks, people were mentioned in podcasts, but um, <clears throat> there was also separate tracks. Um, so there was a... Um, two sessions wasn't there one on how to start a podcast and one on how to grow um and both of those sessions were pretty much booked out um had a really engaged audience and people were asking like really great like really good questions and it just felt really nice I I know nice is a bit of a rubbish word very nice it's very nice Uh, but uh, (laughs) it was good to like have these chats with podcasters and seeing what um obstacles they're coming up against what's working for them uh what's trending in the industry do you know what I mean there was a lot of that great talk um and it was great for Captivate to be part of that and um we were part of some really great 
panels as well, like who we were sat next to. Um, and yeah, it was just really interesting. Um, and podcasting touches loads of different aspects, right? So yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. It was very good. And uh, like you said, we were involved in some panels, which was really nice. So you, you hosted used the one. Word nice. It was really nice. Yeah, we. Um, so you hosted one and that was around um sort of how to get your podcast up and running even though you're not a technical type of person and and uh we advised on all the stuff you need to get basically up and running all the kit and equipment and hosting and everything like that and then i hosted one which was more around how do you grow your podcast mm-hmm. once it's established and how you monetize and stuff and you were on that that panel so it was really cool to to just be involved in it as heavily as we were. I know we were we were sponsoring the event anyway, but it was really nice. Oh, it was really good. It was great to be able to Fantastic. be involved. So it was wonderful to be involved in in all those things. So yeah, overall, dude, it was a good event, and we had some some good social time as well. We were able to uh, to network a little bit and connect with some people, and mm-hmm. and that's always fun. So. And obviously, we got to uh, reconnect again with our friends at Ecam. Um, so. That was really cool because they were another sponsor of the event um, who we got to hang out and know in podcast movement and they were doing um, some really good stuff. Um, So, yeah, um, it was all around a very good event. Indeedy. Yes, not a nice event. It was a very good, very good event. So thank you very much, Janet, for for your hospitality. And it was it was a well-oiled machine, that event as well. It was all good. It was. Yes. So I know she's going to do another one. So there's going to be a follow up next year. Courageous Content Live 2023. So just uh, we'll stick a link in the show notes to the current website. And then that I'm assuming will update and change ready for the next one next year. So you'll be able to look at tickets and all that good stuff for next year. So that was that. So the theme of this episode then is we're coming up to the end of the year, right? So we're in the last week of November and uh this, actually, this conversation actually came up while we were at Courageous Content Live around forward planning and forward thinking mm-hmm. for the next year ahead. And one thing that I think a lot of people fall foul of, and I know I certainly have in the past, is you. it's one of those things where because I think psychologically you're, you're in the back of your mind, you're thinking this is all happening next year. So it's all good. I can just wait and do that. And then... You, you kind of leave it a few days, a few weeks, and that turns into another month and so on. And then before you know it, you're mid-December or the end of December, and you think, right, next year is actually next week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or in two weeks' time. And I haven't really I haven't really thought about what I want to achieve for my podcast for next year. So I think um, to kick things off, I would say that it's never too early to plan for your stuff for next year, especially if you're already knee deep in your plan for this year, because what you you don't really want to do is, especially if you're testing out stuff as well. So if you've made, if you've included something in your podcast, whether that's um, you've started to put ads on there or you've started to change your format or tweak your content. If you've, if you change something or you've included something new and you're in that testing process where as the weeks roll by, you're sort of measuring your kind of listener input and your numbers and so on you don't want to start chopping and changing things right now but you you do want to get it down in some shape or form so that when you come to formulate your plan for next year you've got it there so to kick things off my the the thing that I always try and do and, and recommend to people is when you think of something 
that you want to do on your podcast and you'll probably relate to this Sarah that there are times where you're you listen to another podcast or Mm -hmm. you're just thinking about stuff whether you're walking the dog or you're in the shower whatever it might be and you think that would be freaking cool to do that for my podcast and then the thought escapes you and -hmm. then you don't really think about it again or you don't think about it for weeks or months whatever so the first bit of advice before we get on to like the logistics of actually planning is whatever you think about is to write it down just write it down somewhere whether you've got a pen and paper good old pad or whether you do some kind of you've you've got a journal online some sort of digital tool or a task manager or something like that is to get it written down because that way you have something to reference when you then come around to doing the okay what is it i want to do next year then you can bring this up and you can be like right okay cool i had some cool thoughts here on this this and this so these things i definitely want to try or, or try and get down so um you agree yes or no you should get stuff written down or are you more of a sort of fly by the just wing it and be like yeah i'll just include that later uh no i <laughs> <laughs> no i have to agree with what you're saying because like you say there's so many times where you're listening to something or even a conversation or um like it's, or you're doing something where you let your brain free to think um so for example like one of those best places for me is a shower um and someone got me a jokey present once of like a a waterproof notebook um because they were like you always come out (laughs) with wonderful ideas in the shower um so yeah like and we always think oh we'll remember that next time um when you've when you carve out that time to sit down and plan um but you won't you will forget because there's there's something like um between 60,000 and 80,000 thoughts that go through your head a day. Like, that's a crazy stat, right? For some of us. Uh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'm more in the 120,000 <laughs> personally myself. I was thinking mine was a lot less, oh. but there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with all that noise and all that stuff that's going on in your brain, thing you're going to forget. So you need to be capturing these ideas when they come to you. And um, yeah, like I... Um, I always put notes in my phone because like in this day and age, we always have our phone next to us, don't we? Um, So yeah, when I'm, because so then I now know that the next time I'm planning something or um, I'm sitting down with my co-host or we're talking about stuff, I can bring up my notes because they're there and we can talk about it. And then we've got a Google Doc um, that we share together or we've also got, um, we use the planning tool within captivate as well uh so yeah it's really really important to capture those ideas when they come yes yeah and it kind of forms two two halves of the of the the coin um for me and at least when i think about planning so the one half of it is what we've just spoken about so capturing those shower thoughts and those just on the fly yep. thoughts you know as you're as you come across them in your head and then the, the other half of it is when you've when you sit down with the the with with a view to actually get stuff down for next year so this isn't just the um oh yeah do i want marmite on my toast or jam and also yeah that ad idea sounds really cool it's not like that this is where you've you've actually put some time aside where it's like okay for half an hour today i'm going to sit down and all i'm thinking about and all i'm going to do is plan for next year so there's like two halves and um if we move on to some effective ways i guess of how 
you can how you can structure your plan for yeah. next year um for me so the other half of that is when you're sitting down with and the objective for that half hour time block or an hour time block is to come away with um for me i always think about four things that i want to do in a space of a year because i equate that stuff to each quarter of the year yeah. so for if that makes sense so that sounds like a little bit i, I guess that's how people in the financial industry think about things i guess um but for me it's like for q1 for q and q2 i want to achieve this for q3 so that way that gives me four absolute rock solid things that i can focus on for a block of three months at a time so i'm not overwhelming myself where i'm thinking right every month i need to do this because that way it's first of all i think it it just it just slams a bit more pressure Mm -hmm. onto you for a year and then secondly um when you're looking at your plan and your notes and so on that can then start to look really overwhelming before the year's even started yes. so so this time of year november as we go into december and uh, and you start thinking about this stuff the last thing you want is to be overwhelmed and put off and you just think oh i can't be doing with this right now and then like i mentioned earlier we roll into the end of december and next year is next week and you're like ah probably should go back and do that now so um that's how i think about it have you got any thoughts on how you would structure and then sorry in terms of priority as well so those four things in each quarter of the year that's like the one thing that in each of those quarters i absolutely want to do Mm -hmm. like there's no there's no um uh sort of messing around with oh i just won't do that this quarter you know i'm absolutely going to commit to trying to do that and then beneath that there might be say two or three other little things that I want to do. But I don't know how you feel about that one, but that really works for me. Yeah, and and I think as well, um, uh, chunking it up into quarters gives you enough time to really test something as well. Um, Because if you're swapping and changing things too too regularly, like monthly or what have you, um, are you really giving yourself enough time to really test? Um, So, yeah, I think chopping it down into quarterly yes it's um doesn't overwhelm you and that's tangible and you could even uh, if quarterly seems a bit too much for you you could strip that back to um twice a year or something right two big things that you want to achieve it's what what's realistic for you what you can what you can do um i think the important thing for me um and i think everyone should do is take this time to reflect Okay, reflection is key. Um, So as you're thinking about next year, um, have a look back on this year, right? Um, What have you achieved? What are you proud of, right? Give this time to give yourself a bit of a pat on the back because it's so easy for us to forget about these achievements that we have done. Like maybe you managed to get this one guest that you've been after for it for a while and they said that your po- your podcast was awesome right um maybe you finally got someone to buy you a coffee or uh, you got more people <laughs> signed up on patreon or you hit a, a target right so reflect back on your achievements because you need to do that because that helps with morale right that helps you to carry on doing the stuff that you're doing because most of us do podcasts because we love podcasting and we love talking about a, a topic. Um, but there's other things that we want to achieve from that. So making sure that we reflect back on our achievements is really important. And it's also really important to like really be honest with ourselves. Um, so what what is working well? What is causing you stress? What is 
um, taking up too much time? What can what process processes can you refine? What things can you tweak? Um, so, for example, uh, something that I noticed quite recently is I'm spending far too long on the editing side, and I think me and you had this conversation, right? Um, and like, what I should be spending more of my time is the promotion and, and marketing side of things. Um, so have a look at that kind of stuff. And um, because then if you're looking back and seeing, okay, what's worked, what's not worked, then that's going to help you plan for the next year as well. Uh, so yeah, those are the two main things that I would say. So your achievements and what have you achieved this year and also like what has worked and what hasn't. Yeah, it's a really good shout, that one, is to, to reflect on, on the year you've had because um, uh, you, you're also kind of confirming as well to yourself that the stuff that you have done thus far has been a success because at the end of the day, if you're still going, if your podcast is still, um, you're still putting out content, then first of all, that's an achievement in itself. But secondly, if you if, if you can reflect back and, and be like, okay, that worked really well, that didn't work so well, at least you have a point of reference. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want is to get to the end of the year and think, I, I have no idea <laughs> how my podcasting year has gone. I'm, I'm just, you know, just don't have a clear picture. So yeah, that's a good point, dude, yeah, to reflect. Can I just add something else as well? Um, feedback, okay? Uh, so feedback is, is good and bad um, because I think... You could get yourself you could get yourself too hung up on feedback and asking listeners or people like um, what they think of your podcast, what they think of formats, what they think of segments, right? Um, because yeah, everyone has their own opinion. Everyone is gonna when they listen to a podcast, they're gonna like certain segments more than other segments, right? Um, so. Yeah, I think another thing is like whilst it's good to get feedback, always take it with a pinch of salt and um, make sure that you're you're not just taking what one person or a couple of people are saying. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like, yes. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's another thing just to be mindful of. Well, yeah, that's a good shout as well. OK, so that's kind of like the top level thing to to talk about there is when you're thinking about your plan for next year is to divide the year up into some sensible chunks Mm -hmm. so for me it's it's quarterly so i like to have at least four things um to focus on Uh, you're saying that maybe it's like you know the first half of the year the second half of the year you've got two main things there um and in terms of what type of things should you be planning in for your podcast that's kind of um it's kind of a how long is a piece of string kind of question because every podcaster is has a different uh, view on podcasting and every show is potentially different so I think to answer that this part of the question because I know that there will be a listener that's like okay that's great but what type of things should I be doing so I think first of all the question to ask yourself is what what is it you want to what is it you want your podcast to be doing for you mm-hmm. not the other way around so instead of you thinking okay i'm going to be putting in this work for my podcast and i'm going to be doing this for my podcast try and think of it as okay what do i want my podcast to be giving me so th- i think once you answer that question then you can start to try things out and make changes and, and whatnot so what i mean by that is if you're the type of podcaster that's like 
and uh, and we hear this stuff tons of times don't we at events and, and everything it's like okay, i've if you're the type of podcast it's like i've done this for maybe six months maybe a year and i've got some really good download numbers now and everything's kind of trickling along nicely ticking over but i'm not really getting that really big spike that i'm after that's going to propel you know my download numbers so i'm not really getting this if you're that type of podcaster um then there are some things that we'll we'll advise in a second the other type of podcaster is um i i, I just don't really know what to do because i've tried it my download numbers are really small um, and I'm not even sure if I want to continue doing the podcast. It's normally those those two, unless the, the third type obviously are your um, the podcasters that are just very um, already successful. So they, they've played the game for you know a number of years. They know exactly what they're doing and that kind of thing. So let's concentrate on those first two because mm-hmm. I think they're the two that potentially need the most help. So the first one is you've had a podcast that's been ticking over for a while. Your download numbers are you know fairly reasonable, um, but you're just you'll you'll feel like you're kind of in uh you're sort of painting by numbers now you sort of you know exactly your routine you know what to do um but you're not really seeing any huge growth mm-hmm. or anything like that so for that what would what would be your top three things to for somebody to try for next year it could be um yeah give me your top three things i'm putting you on the spot now and then i'll give you my three after <laughs> um so okay so if you want it so we're talking about like that that hockey stick so we want to see all of a sudden boom like yeah we want somebody to try something that's gonna you know bring in some some additional listeners some more subscribers you know they get a nice lift in their numbers and then that gives them a nice springboard okay so then you know sort of you know gives them a bit more of a boost um i just want to before i give my suggestions of what to do just want to sort of start with a bit of a caveat right and just say like um first things first is is that kind of growth realistic for you and your podcast okay like um it's what's your topic is there the numbers there competition wise as well right so these are the two Mm -hmm. caveats that you kind of need to bear in mind Uh, like obviously there's things that we can try and do to get that growth uh, but we always need to be realistic okay and we always need to think about those things Um, but um, things that I would suggest doing um, is something called content swaps Um, so this was talked about during uh, Janet Murray's Courageous Content. Um, But the idea where you collaborate with other podcasters and it's not just a case of being a guest on their show, um, but you actually swap content, okay? Um, So you provide them with an episode that they put on their podcast and vice versa so the idea is that you're opening up your audience to one another um and that's great promotion right because um yeah like people are already listening to that other podcast and it's a great natural way for them to come across you now you might be thinking like isn't that like i don't know um going to watch EastEnders but Coronation Street coming up instead right obviously there's things that you need to do to mitigate that and I'm sorry for that example um but uh obviously you need to give some context and you need to make sure that you have your branding your jingle your music all of that and then you give context to why that episode is in your podcast right um so you could do that by saying I came across this 
really great episode of this podcast. This is the reason why I'm sharing it with you sort of thing. So yeah, so make the most out of those collaborations. Um, Also, what you need to be doing is um, spending more time on marketing. I think I sort of alluded to this earlier. Spend more time on promotion marketing and pushing than you are on recording and editing right so you want to get your recording and editing process slick smooth quick efficient so then you like so say for example you only have I don't know three hours a week to spend on your podcast you're spending um the majority of that time telling people right um and promoting it and it's not just a case of um going on twitter and being like hey here's the latest episode go and check it out like people are going to ignore that right um Mm -hmm. give value to people record a short video twitter threads like pull out key um key stuff from your episode like key elements key topics that you talk about maybe there's an idea right so create content that gives value on that platform and then after you've done that then give the link because you've given people more reason then like to to check you out so that's number two um and number three to help with growth would be um my, my brain has gone a bit um blank um Think about your talk, that courageous content. Well, SEO. Spoke about. So, there we go. Come on. It's a, it's a long day. It's uh, four o'clock. My brain's <laughs> gone. Uh, yeah. Sometimes your brain just goes blank, doesn't it? Like when you first asked oh, me, yeah. I was like, I've got so much to say. Uh, yes, SEO, right? Okay. <laughs> Search engine optimization, people. Uh, so yeah, we know that um, Google started indexing podcasts back in 2019. Um, so obviously, uh, there's lots of ways that people can come across you in your podcast show. Um, for the more seasoned podcaster, or someone that listens to podcasts, they'll open up an app and that's how they'll do it. Um, But there's other ways that people can come across you and that is through search engines, right? Um, So Google has started to show carousels of podcast shows. Um, You could also, I don't know, um, uh, blogs, right? Uh, So if if you're ranking well, if you've got a blog that's sending a lot of traffic and you've got a relatable uh, an episode that's relatable to that that's another great way of people coming across your 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 show right because someone will see a blog and they'll go onto that page expecting to read a blog but then they'll see oh actually there's there's a podcast here and I actually prefer listening to content than I do reading it so yeah um so get an SEO strategy together um there is I don't know if we can link to it um, within the show notes but Captivate we have a blog on how you do um, SEO for your podcast because yeah <laughs> it's a big old uh, mm-hmm. topic um, but definitely go and check that out and have a strategy for podcast SEO like optimize think of all the ways that people can come across you um, and optimize that good I like it okay there's my three there's your three things to throw in there. Okay, so if that would be very cool um, for the for the podcaster that's 
like I said, kind of ticking over a little bit, but wants to see some growth in their show. And um, when I mentioned around having a spike, I don't mean um, having a one-off spike and then just returning down, you know. So, you know, if that does work sometimes every now and then your episode for, you know, for whatever reason, the magic of of the of the connected internet or the interwebs, whatever, every now and then one of your episodes just flies, you know, and you have that really nice... Um, and most of the time you can trace it back. It's like, oh, okay, this particular person tweeted it or something like that. But sometimes it just flies and then you, your numbers return to normal and stuff like that. So I'm not, I don't want to advocate for just having a spike and to make, to give you a temporary high. And then off to, I want to try and, you know, see a, 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 a spike in your numbers, but then a, an increase in your, in your growth and your number of listens and downloads, etc. Um, Okay, with that being said, uh, I've got a, through to, uh, a few to throw in there. The first one is um, trying to get more people on your show. That's a really good one. So I, I initially thought of the one that you had, which was the content swaps and stole doing that it. stuff, which is very cool. Yeah, you stole it. Um, but the other one is if you've not had anyone on your show before, if you've not interviewed anybody, then seriously have a think about that because even though the even if the format of your show doesn't really suit that there's nothing wrong with you inserting that as a segment into your show and having that as a nice little break up and that also as a nice little side note here that also provides you a little bit of um opportunity to do some internal promo with your show as well so um as a as a plug for some captivate features um we have our um uh, dynamic um, content insertion tool um, where you can which is called amy where you can um, you can add any type of, of content as a pre or a post roll or a mid roll and you could do that as a as a post roll to one of your episodes so it could be a very in like a very short internal promo like welcome to this uh, week's episode uh, i'm going to be talking about blah 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 but stay tuned as later on in the episode i'm going to be interviewing insert name here so stay around for that now you know onto the episode so that gives you like an, a nice little opportunity to play around with some some ad insertion and using that stuff but primarily the advantage of having someone on your show is that a it shows a sense of openness within the community of so you know you mentioned it earlier if it's a particular niche or something like that it doesn't really matter how small the niche is unless the niche is you and it's just one person, then there's always going to be other people that you can talk to uh, on your show. And that can be one of two people. It can be a peer or somebody that's um, that's higher up in the quote-unquote, you know, community or whatever. Um, or it could be one of your listeners. You know, that's a really popular thing to do as well. And that's often um, something that a lot of sort of Patreon-esque tiers will allow, you know. So it's like, you know, um, support us at this level and you can come on the show and talk to us about you know whatever that might be so that's the first thing consider you know um if you've not done it yet is getting people on your show to talk about your whatever your podcast is about and that can lead into your notes for your planning as well so as an example q2 i want to get or q1 i want to get somebody on my show at least once a month or once a quarter and then underneath that your sub notes are like okay start to reach out to these people start to investigate that sort of thing uh, so get people on the show. Second one for me is, um, and you mentioned it earlier, uh, is to really concentrate and think about your workflow mm. because you mentioned it that you're spending a lot of time, or you were spending a lot of time on the post-production and the editing side of it. Whereas if you were to streamline that down, that then frees up your time to go and focus that on uh, 
more content or more time in marketing and that kind of thing. So another thing would be to, yeah, to really look at what, how, not so much the recording process, because, you know, that's, that is what it is. You know, you're either recording live or you're recording multi-track with people. And typically there are, I say, you know, it's not every time, but typically the length of your recording time is the length of your episode, mm-hmm. roughly. Give or take. So, yeah. So think about the, the all the stuff the other side. So all of the editing, the mastering, the EQ, um, all of your transcript process and, and on all that stuff. Try and really research how you would streamline that if you've not done that already. So just spend an hour, just get a cup of tea, go onto YouTube and search for something like, you know, how to streamline my recording podcast post-process mm-hmm. stuff or how do I get better at editing this or how do I do this uh, or check out the Captivate blog you know there's loads of resources for that stuff and then the third thing is another thing that you can do um, I know we've spoken a lot about numbers and downloads and traffic and that sort of thing the third one is kind of like the other side of the coin of that and that is to um, build more community with your current listenership and the the benefits of doing that is there's so many, but the the two main ones are you really start to build advocates for your podcast, and in the long run they provide free marketing for you basically. So I can't tell you the number of times where um, I've I've been included mentioned in a tweet somewhere, and the original tweet was um, I'm looking for a, you know a really good podcast on whatever, any recommendations, and then you see half a dozen or however many of your current listeners who you are engaged with hop in and say Gary's podcast on this one Gary's podcast that one so you don't have to do anything that's that those are people that you're engaged Mm. with and they will do that for you for free and just to just to add to that as well is um that's why the quality of what you put together uh, so not just like how you sound um but the the content the segments the stuff that you put together um is it is it like you should have done your um avatar right you should understand who your audience is um and if you understand that then that's going to help you really delight them um so that they're going to share you um so something that i did was um in my uh, latest episode um, I did a Twitter thread and one of the ones I just said um, if you do enjoy the podcast and you enjoy our episodes please help us spread the word right like you yeah, have to yeah. remind people and I think I even have it have that as an internal ad so one of my mid rolls or one of my post rolls just a reminder to get people to share episodes that they like with their friends family work colleagues neighbors I think I even joke saying even your pet right (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like people need to be reminded um of doing stuff because you might just think ah if they like it enough they will but you need to proactively ask them ask them to do it and you could even say the more people that we get listening the better guests we can get on the show and stuff exactly. like that. I think yeah. uh, Stephen Bartlett does that for the Diary of the CEO, like um, and things like that. Like having that reminder of why and being supportive um, and making sure that every time you do get mentioned or um, someone does um, like support you in whatever way, give them the time and say thank you because then that builds that community around it as well, doesn't it? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I'm talking about community as well, actually, before I go on, you mentioned your um, your avatar. Uh, for, for the listener that's maybe not aware, if you're, especially if you're new to podcasting, um, head over to the Catsweight website, uh, catsweight.fm, and click on the free podcast course link at the top. Um, we have a free crib sheet that you can download, and that will take you through all of the foundational stuff that you need to think about and get in place uh, when you start your podcast. So it goes through your 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 avatar, which is your you know your ideal audience or your listener who you want to speak to or get your message to, and then things like your X Y Z statement and, and all that stuff. So that's a that's such a good resource. So go and check that out before I go any further. Yeah. Otherwise, I will forget. Um, so the reason I want to talk about community is because, um, and it's the other side of the coin is because uh, we mentioned growth and and download numbers and you want to improve those things. Um, the reason why podcasting is a is so varied and has so many opportunities is because um, the the opportunity for growth is there, obviously, and nine times out of ten, that links into monetization. So if you're thinking about approaching um, any kind of ad marketplace or ad net, net, network or anything like that, they will typically do that on on download numbers. So that's why um, we're talking about things that you can try to get your growth happening and you increase your download numbers and so on. But having said that, on the other side of the coin, and I'm going to pull you in so you can give some real world experience on this, um, the community that you do have is that they're, they're the people that are going to, like I mentioned, be advocates for your for your podcast, but they're also the people that are going to stick with you for longer. Mm-hmm. So if you can engage with your audience more frequently but also not come across as just a bit of a bot or a bit of a you know a bit of a machine then you really are going to maintain a much more engaged listenership and there are a couple of tools that you can do to help that along so the first one i think you've touched on this earlier is when we're talking about promoting your podcast on whatever channel that is that might be twitter instagram linkedin whatever it might be you need to be engaged with your audience before and after you tell them about new content so there's literally no point these days anyway there's literally no point in just putting a podcast episode out jumping on twitter and saying episode number whatever has just landed we talk about this enjoy and then you bugger off and then a week later you do the same thing new episode um, and especially on things like instagram these days and tiktok the algorithms that are in place they'll just ignore it so it won't get placed in any kind of, you know, um, you know those areas where you're just browsing generally. You're not looking at anyone specifically that you follow. Your stuff will never be shown there if you don't engage. So you can't just be a a, a billboard statically and just expect your stuff to then, you know, do well on, on those channels, especially Instagram. So you need to be talking to your audience, posting other bits and bobs before and after so that when you do come to tell people about your new episode – you're already in that community and talking to those people and attracting new people as well. So, and then the second thing is try a new tool. So something that I did a couple of years ago with my um, Doctor Who podcast was I set up a Discord server. So Discord is this online community builder, basically, where just loads of people just come and hang out. And, you know, you set up a bunch of channels and people talk about the subject of your podcast and so on. And that's done wonders for my podcast. We've got a really big 
but very well engaged community now. And so any time that a new episode goes out, I know that there's going to be a whole bunch of people on there that are also going to go onto their respective social channels and say, the Big Blue Box podcast has just got a new episode out. It's very cool and this and that. So it sounds um, it sounds weird, but it's just, you know, you've got a whole bunch of, you've essentially got a marketing team <laughs> doing a bunch of marketing for you for for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially. So that's the that's the way to think about. It. And there's some other tools as well. There's the there's a tool called Slack, which is primarily like a, a business chat tool. But you know, I know a few people that do use that. But yeah, have a look at Discord. It's a very cool way of bringing all of your listeners and and attracting new listeners into a a really well engaged community and stuff. So just to round that off, don't think about chasing the numbers too much, but try and look after the listenership that you do have because they're they're the peeps that will. Uh, that will stick with you and, and be engaged and, and help you out uh, and be advocates for you. 100%. And uh, the reason why I wanted to bring you in is because you, although I mentioned that download numbers and growth is typically linked to um, monetization, mm-hmm. you had the opposite, didn't you, where your one of your podcasts was reasonably, I don't know if small's the right word, um, but certainly quite niche at the time. And then you were approached to do some sponsorship and that was nothing to do with yeah, download so, numbers, right? Yeah, um, so... Yeah, so I suppose the the point was that like um, numbers and downloads was never part of the conversation. Um, so one of the uh, podcasts um, that I did, um, it was like supporting um, a group of people in a in an industry, right? Um, so this podcast was part of a of a wider community, right? So um, there's part of a wider initiative so there's a there's a community that exists on slack that supports this community in this industry and there's lots of different initiatives so there's a conference for example uh, there's a newsletter um there's a mentorship program there are workshops there's loads of this stuff um and uh yeah and there was a podcast a podcast was added to this mix so because um this community was so engaging and it was set up to do something okay it was set up to do something good um that was easier to get sponsors on board because they were like I want to be part uh so think of like businesses CSR um corporate social responsibility I think that's the right thing to bring up here um there's there's a lot of businesses that want to do good so they have money that they want to be able to invest in initiatives or or things that support a group or support something that's good in the industry right um so that's how we got sponsorship because um they were already very aware of the community aware of what this group does aware of why it was founded so when there was a new initiative and the podcast came about they were like i want to be part of that i want to support that and there was no mention, no conversation that happened about numbers at all because it was more so you're doing a great thing. I I want to be part of that sort of, that was the conversation. That's very cool. Yeah. So that had nothing to do with, oh, can I see your there was average no, downloads per month or no anything mention, like that? No, no mention yeah. of that. It was more so like, this community is awesome. It's doing great stuff for the industry. I see that this podcast is going to be a part of that. It's part of that Swiss army knife. 
uh, thing. <laughs> um, and we want to support it. We want to be a part of it. We don't want to be left behind. Um, and then it was like such and such is uh, supporting this initiative. And yeah, so community is so, so important because it helps growth. But more importantly, it really helps with monetization as well. Very true. Yes. So um, like I mentioned, it's very varied how you can grow your podcast in terms of do you want to, and that could be one of the things that could be your goal for next year. That could be your, it could be a bit of a pyramid, right? That's your main goal. It's like, I want to start making some revenue, some money from my podcast. That's my thing for 2023. And then underneath that, you could have a quarterly thing. Like I want to um, approach people about sponsorship or I want to approach people about ads, or I want to to do this. So remember, relationship uh, yeah. as well is so important to build that relationship when you're um, asking for sponsorship. But that could be a whole different. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Okay, and then the, um, just very very quickly because I forgot about it, and you mentioned it. Um, so for me, I mentioned that I've got four things. One of the things for my one of my quarters next year, I think it's Q two, is to kickstart my newsletter again because I did that in the first year that I had my podcast going, one of them. And um, I just foolishly let it fizzle out because I didn't have time to do it at the, that time. But now I do want to get that up and running again. So I now need to start to look at my... Um, so on my notes for my on my planning uh, planner for next year, uh, under Q2, the first thing is to redesign my newsletter template and get that out the door again. And underneath that, I've got, okay, look at my email my current email tool. I, I was using MailChimp before. Do I want to stick with that? Do I want to look at, you know, some other tools out there that might offer something else? Um, do I want to look at, I know Twitter's in a bit of a weird way at the moment, but there's a very cool tool called Review that's um, enables you to sign up to newsletters directly within Twitter, which is an official thing. Do I want to use that? Do I, you know, I need to go and look at my, my user list in my email list. Does that need a clean out? Does that need... A, a go over so all of these things combine to then help you achieve that one thing that you want to you want to do so for q2 that's one of mine is um or my main thing for q2 is to get my newsletter up and running so um probably the best thing to do also uh dear listener is if you want to hit me or sarah up uh, about this stuff uh, then you can do that it's all good um so uh sarah's twitter handle is it's not is it McDuck? it is, is it, still? it is yeah. so it's uh sarah mcd uk but yeah it does spell out sarah mcduck sarah mcduck yeah um or hit me up um which is uh, very boring it's just my name it's just at gary a lot um or if you want to reach out to one of uh, our captivate team or one of our dudes um we have a very friendly and uh, really engaged um fortunately um facebook group I'll put a link in the show notes to that and also on Twitter as well. If you've got any questions or any, you know, need some advice on this stuff, then one of us will absolutely reach out and, uh, and help you with that. Um, okay. So just to summarize then think about it now, don't leave it until the last week before January, 2023, start getting your thoughts down now. Um, put some time aside now to formulate a, a, a plan of action, stuff you absolutely want to do mixed in with some of the random thoughts that you have in the shower walking a dog that sort of thing get it all together and then give yourself a sensible achievable plan mm -hmm. for your podcast um and then start to focus on the key things so once you've done all that stuff then spend just a little bit of time to prioritize like what's the one thing or the 
couple of things or a group of things that you absolutely want to nail and, and get done for next year and uh, and then just start putting some supporting notes about how you're going to do that and get it rocking and rolling so once you've done all this hopefully january 1st or if you're hungover january 2nd you can then just hit the ground running and then you're off to the races i think so that's been some cool stuff dude we've run over by a lot but i don't mind because that's been very cool thank you thank you so much for having me and i think uh we both like talking don't we so i think uh yeah <laughs> uh, but i think it's been it's been really good i mean i'm already thinking this weekend i'm blocking out some time to do some planning same same yep i've got about 50 shower thoughts so i need to whittle those down to a few and get that done so i need some prioritization yes to happen there what are your and, goals uh, gary what is going to be the most impactful but also what's not going to take up too much time there you go there we go there <laughs> we go perfect so yeah it's uh, the superstar tag team have been back for episode 31 <laughs> on captivate insider so thank you very much for the time uh, taking the time out of your day dude and i'm sure i'm sure we'll be back on soon because yeah you seem to you seem to just um, just bring a wealth of knowledge ah, every episode. So thank you. Very, cool. thank you. very appreciative of you saying that. I didn't ask him to say that either, folks. Like <laughs> That's just from Gary. I've not paid him. <laughs> not this week. But you are going to so, yeah. do that Patreon for my podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I might buy you a coffee. <laughs> Buymeacoffee.com. There's another idea for you, listener. Have a so look at much. That. We're just dropping knowledge bombs. Of course, yeah. So I won't keep any more, dude. But yeah, thank you very much. It's been cool. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Sarah, for taking the time out of your day, as always, to chat with me. And that was a really good one. Some great thoughts there. And um, yeah, hit us up on, like we mentioned as we recorded there, hit us up on Twitter if you want some more uh, information or some recommendations or just some tips on how to get that stuff rocking for next year. We'll be happy to help. It's all good. I'm sure Sarah will be back on another episode of Captivate Insider, so make sure that you're following and subscribing so you don't miss future episodes. If you're not using Captivate to power your podcast yet, then you can do that with our free trial. Just head over to Captivate.fm and you can sign up for seven days completely free. You can try out all the features there. We don't lock anything away behind any weird paywall or anything like that. You can kick the tires, see what you think and get your podcast up and running with some really cool features over there. And if you've, uh, if you've got a podcast rocking somewhere else, then that's that's great. But if you're looking for a bit of a change, if you feel like you've hit a bit of a feature wall and you just want to expand and growth and your current setup's not really doing that for you, then it's really quick and easy to bring your podcast over to Captivate. We have an import process, which takes just a few minutes. Bring all your stuff over. And again, all of the features are there for you. Completely free for seven days. So give that a go. Until the next episode then, episode 32. Take care of yourselves and happy podcasting. <laughs>